We all know that employee recognition is vital to create that engagement, the thriving workplace that you're looking for, and keep people around. But if you just try and do it all yourself, you're going to burn yourself out. Today, we're going to talk about why it's so critical for you to create a culture of peer-to-peer recognition in your organization and four ways that you can use to do that. Welcome to the Surviving to Thriving podcast that helps women leaders in nonprofits get out of survival mode and thrive in both leadership and life. I'm your host, leadership development coach, Kathy Archer, and I help women leaders enjoy impactful leadership. So what is workplace culture and how is recognition something that we can embed into culture? We start by thinking about Policies and procedures are the written rules that we have. Culture is, we say we do it this way, but this is how we actually do it. So think about something in your workplace that everybody knows this is how you do it, but nobody's ever written it down or it's not posted on the wall. Do you chatter during staff meetings? When the leader's up there running the meeting, is there side conversations going on? Do you interrupt? Is there a conversation happening in the room? Or is everybody silent? And the leader talks and directs the conversation and it's very stiff. Those are two different workplace cultures. When you say the meeting starts at 10, does that really mean the meeting starts at 10? Like, do you know that the meeting is going to start at 10 o'clock on the dot and you better be there? Is it okay to show up late? Which is the culture of your organization, perhaps different than somebody else's? Is it okay to use somebody else's workplace or their computer without permission? I was talking to a leader the other day and she was saying her boss has all of these sticky notes and stuff and you do not touch the stuff on her desk. That rule is probably not written down anywhere, but we all know in that organization that you do not touch the sticky notes and the and the papers on this person's desk. That's part of those unwritten rules that build into a workplace culture. Is it okay to swear in your organization? Do you celebrate people's birthdays? Again, these are hints about what it feels like to work in your organization. And that creates the culture, the workplace culture that we're talking about. So what we want to create in that culture is a feeling where people feel valued, recognized, appreciated, like they're part of something, like they matter. And recognition and appreciation is one of those ways that we do that. And yet often what happens in organizations is it tends to fall to the leader. And what I want to talk today about is why we need to spread it around and how to do that. If you are a member of my training library, this month in the training library, I'm dropping a course on how to give employee recognition and appreciation. So you can head over to kathyarcher.com slash library, find out more information about the training library. But what I wanted to talk today about was go a little bit in to that deeper part about peer-to-peer recognition. Because again, I think we know that it's our responsibilities as leaders and we absolutely must take that responsibility on. And it's important to share that in your workplace. We actually want to embed it into the culture. If you think about the word embed, it's something that's like dug in and we can't get it out. I often think about, you know, when you'll hear people talk about other organizations or groups of people, and someone will say, oh yeah, they've drank the Kool-Aid. And it's kind of like this cultish kind of style or place, or there's this feeling that, you know, everybody does it this way, and everybody knows this is the right way. And if you come in, you better be a part of that. And imagine if 
that Kool-Aid or being stained with the sense of appreciating and caring about your peers and acknowledging your peers. Imagine creating a culture or a workplace where that was just the norm, where it was just expected, but not in a way that like you're going to get in trouble that if you don't do it, just that it's expected and we do it and we want to do it and it's part of our day-to-day world. That's what I'm talking about. How do you create that place where everybody just knows it happens, everybody does it, everybody is able to do it, and it just becomes, again, part of what you expect on a day-to-day basis. That's what we're talking about. So there are three, there are probably tons more, but I'm gonna talk about three reasons why it's important to share it and not just you do it. The first one is there is no way you have the time the resources, the capacity to do this all by yourself. You are taking on too much of a burden if you are expecting that the sole job of recognition in your organization lands on your shoulders. That's a heavy burden to take on and one that you just will not have the time for. We know that. And so while it's important for you to do it and work at it, you can't expect that you're going to be the only one to do it. So that's the first reason why we need to share the load and encourage peer-to-peer recognition. The second one is that it's going to increase collaboration. So we want to create a workplace where it feels like a, a community, where we feel like we're building relationships and connections and we're collaborating and we're working together and we're supporting each other. When we encourage peer-to-peer recognition and appreciation, what we're going to find is that collaboration and those relationships are built. When they get used to and they just, it becomes the norm where they say, hey, thanks for that, or I appreciate that, or wow, you did amazing on that. When we start to create that ongoing dialogue between peers, it just automatically builds the relationships on our teams. And they're gonna work together better, they're gonna communicate better, they're gonna get along better, and they're going to support each other, especially in those crisis moments, they're just gonna naturally lean into each other. So it takes the load off you because we can't carry the burden. It allows the team members to build their relationships and create that collaborative, stronger communication, all of that good stuff that we want on our teams. The third thing is it creates engagement. When you pull people together and they connect with each other and they're giving each other accolades and feedback and praise, recognition, acknowledgement, you get a team who is involved in, enthusiastic and committed to the workplace. That's engaged. They want to be there. They have fun together. They feel a part of something bigger than them. And that ongoing back and forth feedback via recognition and appreciation feeds into that engagement. So it's going to take the load off you. It's going to build that sense of community and camaraderie, collaboration, and we're going to create engagement. So how do you do it now? Let's talk about four things that you can do to help embed that peer-to-peer recognition into your workplace culture. Number one, lead by example. You know this. Model the way, show them how, set that tone, be the one who does that peer-to-peer recognition with your peers, the one that shows your team how to give recognition and appreciation, the one that's doing it, handing out the cards, making the statement to somebody at a staff meeting, spending time with someone. You're the one who's going to do it. If you need help with that, of course, as I said a minute ago, in the training library this month, there's a course that I just dropped on how to give employee recognition that sticks because when it lands, teams, people are four times more likely to be engaged. So you want to do the work to understand employee recognition and appreciation, 
learn how to do it, create a system for do it, and embed it into the way you engage with the people. So the first one, lead by example. The second one is communicate that you want to create this culture of peer-to-peer recognition. Don't just expect it to happen. You're going to have to clearly say, I want to create a workplace culture where you guys recognize, talk to each other, give each other appreciation. Let them know what you wanna see, how you wanna see it. One way to do that in the course, I used the five languages of appreciation. And I have said, and I encourage people lots, pull this into your team, get a couple copies, get everybody to read it. Talk to each other at a staff meeting, create a book club, do something where you learn each other's languages of appreciation. Some people like those public accolades. Other people just want you to spend time with them and help them out. And those those acts of support and kindness. Oh, here, I'll run and grab that for you. But when you start talking about it, making it clear and overt that we want to create a culture where each of you is appreciating and recognizing each other, then you can provide them with the, the vision and the feel for what you're creating. So model it be clear on what you want to create. And then the third one is to teach them how to do it. Again, this book, The Languages of Appreciation would help, but take some of the tools and the stuff that I'm teaching in the course, do some research, learn how to give recognition, and then teach your team members how to do that. It's obvious to thank someone when they've done something. It's not so obvious to give appreciation for the type of person they are or the way that they've done something. So if somebody is genuinely positive all the time and when things get rough, there's somebody that helps kind of be more optimistic and bring a sense of hope and that that lightens that mood, that might be something that you recognize somebody for. Give those examples, teach people. It doesn't have to be something people do. It might be the type of person they are. Maybe they're always so in integrity and being honest or kind and generous. What can you say or how can you acknowledge that in someone? Maybe they're the person who's always jumping in, supporting and helping or teaching the technology when we need to learn the technology or helping you find somebody to cover the shift. Those are little tiny things that you can say, these are the things that I want you guys to talk to each other about, to share, to acknowledge, to appreciate. Maybe somebody cleans up after training. Little things like that are ways to demonstrate that appreciation. It might also be the tools. In the course that I did, I have two or three worksheets of just little things that you can print off and write on. Or maybe you need to go buy some thank you cards at the store and just have available for people. Or perhaps you need to give them different language. In the training library, in in one of the worksheets I have, a whole page of the language of appreciation. It's not always I'm thankful for or thank you that. It could be I noticed that or I heard that or when you do this, it does this. There's lots of different ways that you can create that language of appreciation. And sometimes we need to give people these tools to help them see it's not so pat. It's not just sort of flippant. Oh, thank you. I appreciate. Sometimes that just becomes too routine and it doesn't feel as genuine. But when you can take it a little bit deeper and make it more specific, then it starts to really shift how people are feeling about it. So give them the tools. And then number three, make space for it. 
Create time at staff meeting for people to acknowledge and recognize each other. Maybe it's that you allow people on your Slack channel or your team's chat to do it there. Perhaps there is something in social media where you people get to, you know, give the I appreciate my employee for this each month kind of thing where there's the opportunity, your newsletter, your website, there's lots of spaces that you can create, but create space for that publicly but also privately. How can you do it in a in a louder and maybe a more quiet way? But give them the opportunity to do that. So lead by example, be clear about why and what you're creating, give them the tools and the resources and create the opportunity. It's those four things that are really gonna help you start to embed, dig deep into your culture and make it just a way of being that everybody appreciates, acknowledges each other and creates this space and this feel where I want to be here because I know that I'm valued, people care about me, I'm part of something bigger than me. It's when you create that and embed that in your culture that you, my dear, are going to move from surviving to thriving in both your leadership and life. Go make the rest of your day awesome. If you found today's episode helpful, then you are going to love the training library. Many women leaders in nonprofits wish that they had a coach or a mentor to help them, but they don't believe that they or their organization can afford it. Oh, but you can. Inside of the Training Library membership site, you will not only get access to affordable and easily accessible ongoing personal and professional development training, you will also have access to a leadership coach at your fingertips. That way, when you hit those inevitable challenges that leadership will bring your way, you'll have both the resources and the support to navigate your way through them with confidence, composure, and while keeping your integrity intact. To find out more, head to kathyarcher.com slash library. If you are enjoying the show, I'd love it if you could leave me a comment or a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Go make the rest of your day awesome. <music>